Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memories. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. Yo, yo, good day, good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Rotafest podcast. It is a beautiful day in Boise. It actually is. Rod's happy because it's cooling down. It's not so caliente. <laughs> so yes. It's like burning your head. So it was. It was uh, just just a little north of Hades here for a while. It was <laughs> bad. Oh, that's that's nice. Yeah, yeah. It's not like uh, Arizona where you guys are from. So you guys that are listening in and not watching the show, um, we have two phenomenal guests, a husband and wife team. You can tell that they're husband and wife that actually like each other. <laughs> <laughs> Close to each other. You know, you're in high school and you're dating. Your wife actually sat next to you in a truck, right? Yeah, a single cab. A kid, or you know, just tension keeping you apart. You guys actually look like you love each other. So, oh yeah, yeah. Well, we have our ups and downs, like every relationship, but yeah, we're pretty united. Yeah. So, guys, uh, say hello to Rocio and Carlos Casares. They have a little mobile detail company called Cairo Mobile Detail out of Arizona. So we're excited to visit with you guys and try to figure out what it takes to make the teamwork work, especially with the husband and wife team. I mean, we actually had uh, Carlos on back in March, March 28th episode. I'll put a link to it so you guys can see that. But we thought it'd be cool to go, all right. How does this dynamic uh, work with you guys and, you know, how have you built together? Well, I, I guess when we first started, we were constantly always together. So, um, but now she takes care of all like the back end and the posting and the QuickBooks and all that stuff and then comes out in the field when she's needed. But she knows how to do everything. Everything that I've gone to training for, I've passed on to her. And I don't know if you remember last uh, podcast interior, she killed me. Like she's, she's the detail. Like I, I don't get me wrong. I do great details, but if we were to go side by side, she'd probably kick my butt. So, so what is it about that Rocio that makes you so much better than him? On the <laughs> it's, it's in the details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I, I think um, maybe as a as a woman, I think we pay more attention to the little stuff, to the little nicks and crannies versus I've noticed like I compare my girls to my boys at work. And it's like my girls are always going to pay that extra attention to that little detail versus my boys. It's like, OK, it's done. Let's keep it moving. They're fast. But I think. The, the woman's side, the motherly side, I think has to do with, with, with taking care of, of the little details. You know, that that's an interesting point because 
you know, a couple of weeks ago, me and my boys were detailing the inside of my wife's Suburban. Well, the family Suburban, but she drives it all the time. And the first thing she did when she got in the car is she took the visor down, the sun visor, and she goes, did you guys clean back here? <laughs> oh, I've got into trouble for that. And I'm pretty good at noticing everything. But um, one time she, she lowered, like, I don't know, I think she was doing the windshield inside and she lowered the visor. And she was like, did you do the visor? And I said, I think I did. She's like, no, you didn't. She was like, that, that's one part. She's like that. I noticed because of the makeup and everything, you know, just in like in my car, she said. So she's like, if I notice it, all the women that you work for notice it too. So oh, yeah. she's like, make sure. I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. And that's kind of an individual thing that I see is like a lot of times the um, people will focus on their individual piece, right? A lot of people think, well, I spend the most time inside the car. So that's where I'm going to really, you know, make the most difference. And then other people are like, I want to be able to, when I walk up to it, see how awesome it is mm -hmm. outside, you know, and some of that is ego and some day-to-day -day life, right? It's like, how does the inside look versus the outside? And so um, I think that that is, it's just an individual thing that's in there, but, but it's nice that you guys have found who, is more uh, uh, attuned to that. Because like, for instance, right now, if we were doing a detail, knowing that I would have <clears throat> Rocio come and check on the interior when we were done to make sure yeah. that passes muster, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that way, you, that way you're, you know, and then the other pieces of that people, you know, people joke all the time in the industry about, you know, do we do the rockers? You know, and I just laugh at that because, you know, that's just a common thing. It's like, who's going to lay down on the ground and look under the rockers? But... <laughs> That's not like skipping the visors, you know? That's yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to get it washed. Because even though if you step back further enough, you can still see it. So, yeah, you'll see the rocker still. So you got to get it, too. So so you guys have been in business how many years now? I think since 17. So we're going on five? Six. Six. We're yeah. going on six? Six years. So... So looking back, as you guys have built your business, what have been some like really tough obstacles that you've had to overcome and how did you overcome them together? Wow. I don't um, Maybe the communication because we're always together just to learn to communicate better. And like, um, I know when we're in business or in the field, like, we're employees so like but we're both bosses so you know what i mean i can't just check her i guess or like you know hey you messed up right here i just need to learn how to communicate it better or like hey um maybe you missed this or just like how she comes with me with the visor or like even with my polishing sometimes too like i'll go get her to just give it a once over to see because she'll point it out and she's not afraid to tell me so that's the best part so communication is was a big thing yeah basically pick and choose your battles <laughs> personal and and business wise um a difficult situation would probably be i mean you know bills are always going to be there but having a good relationship at home and having a good relationship at at work it's, it's difficult at times but we just got to learn how to separate both both situations and i think we've i don't want to say we've mastered it but i think we've we we worked hard enough to to learn how to separate one thing from the other, yeah. and yeah, look at each other as as coworkers, as as peers, and as my husband. Yeah. So how long how long have you guys been married? 
Uh, we're met going on two years, but we've been together for 12. 12. Okay, so 12 years together. And yeah. I think that is <clears throat> the advantage that I see you guys have is you have that history of a relationship. Mm -hmm. And similar, other than the married part, Jody and I have known each other for over 30 years. But you wanted to marry him. No, I, I, I know. <laughs> I, he's not say. my type, man. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, 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 here. no, I'm no, good. no. <laughs> no so, yeah. The key to that, though, is being open to that, which you, as you guys know, in a, in a relationship as a couple, you have to be open to that feedback. Mm -hmm. and a lot of times employees and partners in business <clears throat> are not open to that feedback. And so because of that, they get into a problem where they think it's a criticism where Jody could come and critique anything I've done and it wouldn't bother me because I know there's no ego there. And I think that's a lot of times what happens to detailers in general is their ego gets in the way. And that's one of the things that, yeah. you know, when we first met you, Carlos, at, at in California at the Peterson Museum, mm -hmm. that is one of the biggest impacts that both uh, you and the new generation detailers in general, everybody that was there, there was zero ego. It was amazing. I commented to Jody. I commented to Rigo. I commented to everybody there. There was no ego. It was all about getting the job done. And if somebody, uh, you know, you're more than willing to help somebody out, you know, you guys helped little Steve out and me and everybody there. So that is one of the things I think that is really powerful about, you know, you guys, um, and I, and again, we just met your wife, Rosa, but, by, but Carlos, just the, the attitude you have and the openness and approachability, I think that that is something that a lot of people have to learn, but you guys seem to have it naturally. I mean, it just, and that's so great for a business because people want to do business with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank it you. didn't come naturally. Tell it, I'll <laughs> tell you that because I'm, I'm a male, I'm Hispanic, I'm, old school i'm an 80s baby you know so the ego was there and sometimes it does get in my head but i just i learned how to deal with it or 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 put it to the side you know because i'm not better than nobody and what i do anybody can do you just gotta love what you do and just hustle you know like it's it's more of the grind i guess and i love meeting people like you guys like look at all the people we met at peterson like uh i i have so many contacts now i i can't even think of them sometimes and i'm grateful for that like really grateful for the people i've met so let's talk about in particular uh peterson museum and in particular new generation detailers yeah um so we got to give a shout out to rigo santana you know he's definitely a job of creating a great group that is really steered around training helping people elevate their game putting them into situations where they can communicate in a very professional level. He talks about it all the time. He's like, man, I came from the streets. I had to learn how to be a businessman. So how has new generation detailers helped you guys in particular in you guys' business? I, I think, um, like you said, we're from the streets. I was from the streets too. So like when I first met Regal, when I first talked to him to go out there, like he just made me feel welcome. And he, he just told me how it was, you know, and yeah. didn't beat around the bush. So that's what I liked. So I jumped on board right away and I went to his class and we've been, I think, four years ago? About three, maybe. Three, yeah. four years ago, I think. And I've been riding with him ever since. And it just gives me more confidence, you know, because if I don't know something, 
because I don't know everything. I don't know everything in the industry. And then plus I'm doing raps now and PPF and I want to just expand. So I'm like an open book too. I want to learn everything. So if I get stuck or something, I can reach out to him or to our, to our little network. We have a network with all the new generation detailers and it's a bunch of us now. So I think confidence and, and knowing you have that backbone, especially with Regal being who he is and he's been in the industry so long and knowing what he is, he's a certified trainer, variety, a skills, validate, all that stuff. And now Sonax representative flex, all that. So the knowledge, it's always great that I have that behind me. Yeah. That support. Yeah. yeah he's a, support. He, it's, it's a great support system that Regal and the team created. And it's, it's been so welcoming, not just to him, but to me too. It's, it's crazy because the first time I met him, it's like, it's like family. It's literally the whole group of new gen, uh, the new detailers. It's everybody treats each other as, as family. And like you said, ego to the side. And especially it's an older generation. We're not, I think almost everybody is maybe in their thirties. Yeah, thirty or we more. Have maybe I think a couple, we have a couple in their under. in their twenties, but I think everybody knows where they're going, knows what they want, and we all found out either a good way or in a bad way that ego. There's no room for ego. Yeah, especially in this this type of business. Definitely. So you, with you guys being mobile, right? You're primarily all mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we used to shop. We have a shop, but uh, at the moment we don't. We're just. Um, I don't know if we talked about it last time. We're just trying to save up. So we're, so we go in with six months taking care of everything, but we don't want a big shop anymore. We want something small so we can get more um, personal with our clients, you know, because um, you can build relationships with those clients. And a lot of the clients that I have are clients I've had from the beginning. So I think we're looking for something small, maybe a thousand feet or something like that. But yeah, we're strictly mobile. So, so building a mobile business, right? We have a lot of people that listen to us as, as, that are mobile detailers also that have made that transition, right? So how have you guys, you know, you're in business five years, so you're doing something right, Thank right? You. So how have you built a mobile detailing business given the constraints of mobile, but it also has a, a lot of opportunities because you are mobile, so yeah. how have you guys built that opportunity for yourselves? Um, I think just having a strong communication, not just with each other, but with our clients and also having a good relationship with other detailers, mm-hmm. um, especially with, with polishing and stuff. There's a lot of, a lot of the times we can't work say from a client's garage or from our garage. So we have to step out and that's when the good communication with other detailers steps in. Um, we've had the, thank God, um, other detailers have, have offered their, to, to let us borrow their, their shops. Yeah. Um, what is it? Candies. Candies has offered. I yeah. think, um, um, I forget the other one, but they're over here in, in Gilbert. I forget his name. I'm sorry, bro. Mike from Outlaw. Mike from She's Outlaw. Had our back since yeah. day one. So we've, we've, we were thankful that we have a, re- a good relationship with a lot of the detailers in, in, in the local area. I think that has a lot to do with it too. Yeah, Elmer's, Elmer's candies, he's always looking out for us too. I want to really highlight that and, and really put an emphasis on that because a lot of people do the exact opposite. They have a poor relationship with the detailers in their area. They feel like it's a massive competition 
and and that is doing nothing but hurting their business. Yeah. and it's true. It, it, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, no. Please go. No, that is true. That is, and it is a big competition, but we can't all do all the cars. There's so many cars, and then in the U.S. Back when I first started, I looked it up. I think it's like three, four cars per American. So yeah. there's a lot of cars and there's a lot of work. You just and then you and then you kind of got to diversify yourself to are you going to be the little car wash guy for 50, 60 bucks? Or are you going to actually like do details and then get a maintenance program going or something like that? You know, like so there's room for everybody and there's all different just like landscapers. You know, there's all different landscapers. There's all different for every industry. There's from the top to the bottom. It's just where you want to be. And I think that those relationships make such a big deal because um, we've seen it happen time and time again. We, we have some friends in Utah and they each have their own shops, but they're smaller shops. Like you talked about, there's like one bay, maybe they can maybe fit two and maybe two, but literally if they have a big coding job, like somebody brings in like a 35 or 40 foot boat or something like that, they will call each other and they'll split it. It's not a competition. It becomes a partnership. Yeah. Day, you know, and, um, and that is what I think that people need to promote more is working with the people in your area and not against them. Don't try to be, you know, if you find another detailer that is, uh, um, <clears throat> well, for instance, here in town, uh, Sydney Bregwin from Iwash, she specializes in certain things, but there's other things she won't do. So if somebody calls her, she will, she has details. She recommends them too. And so it's a part, yeah. it's a partnership to do that. Yeah. And I think that that is a key that people are missing out on and they're not taking those opportunities because um, again, you need somebody to fall back on, you know, all of a sudden if I'm in your area and I'm like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, I I'm sitting here at this job and I'm completely out of fill in the blank, you know, if I can call you up and just come and borrow something or buy something from you or do something or help you out and you can come help me, that's the way it is. Yeah. And I think people have lost that in general. I think that um, detailing is just like your regular community or anything. I mean, we all know that if we need something, we're there. Jody helped out one of our employees yesterday. Jody's had situations where he's come and helped me. I've had situations where I've helped Jody. So <laughs> yeah, right. the whole engine. Yeah. And so, <laughs> oh, your daughter's car. Is that, is that no, what you're talking about? Jody's. Jody's. Uh, yeah, I had, a, I had an 88 Chevy van that had 330,000 miles on it, and we replaced the engine in it. And we, we had a good time. It was a lot of late nights and loud music, and we were doing <laughs> silly voices Absolutely. and singing. And, yeah, you know, but that's what just, you do for community. I mean, I know. Yeah. Right we're talking to somebody that keeps texting us back and forth. He's looking for an enclosed trailer and I have three trailers, but none of them are enclosed. And so, you know, that kind of community and that camaraderie with your local friend or nationwide. That's what I think that's part of why new generation detailers is growing uh, is because it is that community. I mean, I know right now I could call Rigo or anybody on the phone and ask them a question about detailing and as long as they had time to help me, they would help me. And if they didn't have Definitely. time, let me get back to you. You know, I'm busy right now. Let me get back to you. So I, I just feel like once people get that, they click that in their brain, that that partnership and that friendship and that, that um, helping each other out is the best way for you to succeed. So you yes. guys have exceeded recommendations for, or not recommendations, but 
standard businesses, right? I think it's something like over 60% of businesses go out of business the first five years. So congratulations. Oh, wow. You're in the top 40% of businesses in the U S. Oh, thank you. Grateful. Yeah. It's hard, but we're, <laughs> we'll keep chucking. Yeah. It's hard. So are you guys going to the uh, electrifying event in Seattle that I see being promoted? No. Um, a couple of our other members that are closer are actually going, um, and Regal's going to be there also, but, um, like Luis, all oh, kind of like you guys were saying, like we help each other out. Luis is in, um, Oregon. Yeah, I think yeah. Luis is in Oregon. He just called me the other day that he just picked up a shop, but he has to do a lot of remodel and stuff. I was like, Hey, let me know, man. I'll shoot up there a weekend and help you out. It's just, that's the thing. Like you help out your people. You do. Yeah. It's amazing what happens when you can help each other. I mean, it, yeah. it really does. You know, one that, I think the big benefit that I watched happen is that people's hearts are seared together. They become intertwined and it's there's something about building together. Even if you're building different businesses or you're building a business together, there's something about embracing the journey and going, all right, how are we going to solve this problem? Cause I look back, you know, at Rod and I, in our business. I mean, we started in 09, right? And we started out of our kitchens. We would come together once a week for lunch and we'd strategize, all right, you go do this, you go do this. And we would come back and report. And, you know, we just kind of built, you know, step by step, little by little. And I think a lot of guys, especially mobile detailers, is they have this dream of having a shop or being you know, a distributor shop, or, you know, they have these big things and they're looking at where they are and they're feeling like they're not succeeding because they haven't gotten here yet. Right. And yeah. they forget that it's a process of building. I mean, because the conversations that Rod and I had yesterday about Rotafest would have never happened 10 years ago because yeah built on a foundation we've enhanced features we've gotten new perspective and i think that rather than fight against that process embrace it as part of the building right. process of your business yeah. yeah 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 or add new new things also yeah yeah i yeah. agree focus on 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 what you're working on right now and and not obviously it's it's hard to perfect it but just work on it, be the best, and it'll come. It'll come. It, it just takes it takes time. Yeah, everybody starts from from the beginning because I, I I started out of a 97 Silverado single cab. Like, she used to sit in the middle. <laughs> like, yeah, You'll she started out of the bed. <laughs> yeah. so, well, let's talk about what you guys offer right now. So you guys, mobile, and you're in Arizona. So what part of Arizona are you in? Um, well, our main demographic is all North Phoenix, so Scottsdale, Paradise Valley, PC Ranch, all that area. But we take care of the whole valley. We, um, there is maybe service fee depending on the mileage, but yeah, we take care of the whole valley. But majority is all North Phoenix. Okay, and so because you guys are primarily mobile, um, do you guys have a limited number of services you offer, or do you guys plan on expanding and doing different stuff? Well, we do a little of everything. Truthfully, because I use my two-car garage as my shop when I need to bring stuff home. Like right now, I'm doing a ceramic 
um, out of the garage, but well, I've done wraps, I've done PPF out of my garage. So I do offer everything. Or if they have a bigger garage or a nicer garage, because some of my clients, they have them AC'd and all that stuff. So if they don't mind me working out of there, I'll work out of there too. But yeah, we offer everything from your basic maintenance to your full detail to a complete color change to protection, full PPF, ceramic, rims, tires. We offer powder coating. We offer rims and tire packages. So wow, you do everything. Hey, yeah, man, that is that is awesome. And I think people should listen wow. to that because there's so many mobile people that don't they they go, Oh, I can't do that. I'm in this environment. I can't I can't do, you know, ceramic because I'm in, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. But but you guys are in one of the arguably, you know, it's a hot environment. I mean, yeah, is you know, like hell it's like idaho <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Your hair literally burns off so oh yeah 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 look at my arms i have no arm hair i know <laughs> so um but but i think the key to that is you found ways to overcome that right so i yeah. see i see that question that you just answered probably 10 times on social media all the time what do i do when it's too hot and i need to do a ceramic i'm a mobile guy should i get a tent should i do this well, you don't really want to ever do it just out, out in a, in a tent no. like that. Right. Me personally, you know what I mean? The way I was trained from the beginning, you don't ever want to do that. But um, yeah, there's ways like even your own garage, because I got a little fan in there, you know what I mean? Because it does get hot. But as, yeah. as soon as I'm done coating, it's back up, you know, as soon as it's cured, it's back up. Like, or like I said, some, a lot of my clients, a lot of the clients, you just talk to them and they're cool with it. And then plus their their garages are sometimes bigger and they have AC in there and all that. So it's climate controlled. Yeah. Thing. You yeah. just got to adapt to your area. I think a lot of mobile detailers really struggle with asking. Yes. Right? yes. You yeah. know what? I'm mobile. How can I use your water? Can I use this? Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, especially if you prove that you got the skills and the customer service, they're going to open their hearts and everything to you to make you successful, yes. which makes you give a better product. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's true. Like Rocio, what were you going to say? Oh yeah, that was exactly. And having great communication with, with detailers, that's where it falls back to yeah. where you don't have a place to work. Okay. Let's talk to the client though. The client doesn't have a place to work. I can't work out of my house today. The job is too big. Let me reach out to so-and-so. They got a place. Let me see if they maybe we'll run it out or maybe we can work on it together and, and share the profit. Yeah. It's just communication, not just with with work, but with with outsiders. Yeah. And it's basic problem solving. I think that's where it's down to. It's like instead of getting um, <clears throat> really stressed out about it and letting it affect your mental. And I'm going to fall back on a podcast that Jody and Rigo did. You know, recently for the IDA, unless instead of letting it affect you in a mental way and having it be a negative, you just look at it as another problem that needs to be solved. Um, yeah. If I'm in my area here in Boise, and, and again, it's it's similar to um, we're really similar to Scottsdale and our temperatures. I mean, we got a couple of weeks of 100 degrees or more, we got a couple of weeks of below below freezing. So oh. what we do is like if I was here and I didn't have a, a shop, I would be looking at places that I could rent. I would call Steve Thompson. Hey, yeah. can I that one yeah. of your days, or can I give you a percentage of this ceramic if I can come do it in one bay um, and kind of figure out how you're going to solve that problem. If that becomes an everyday thing, right, then that's a business decision. Hey, we need to yeah. get a different shop or whatever. Um, but I always, 
I see people taking these huge leaps and getting these 2,500 square foot shops and all this stuff. And I'm like, if you've got the business, that's fabulous. But, but I have always had this statement. I've been in cars a long time. I've been involved with hot rods and stuff. And some of the best cars come out of 900 square foot shops. Yeah. It, it, it just is. I don't know what it is about it, but that's just, that is the way it works, man. There's some sweet cars that come out of tiny shops. So that is the thing is, that it is it's just, it's not a, it's not an ego thing, right? You're looking at it again. You're looking at it is what, what do I need to do my job? What do we need to do to be successful? Yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes you can't do it by yourself anyway, or like maybe we're all on it anyway, but it's still a big job. Cause we do, we also do like um, fleet work. So sometimes we're at a company for like a whole week and it's like, it's like anywhere from 10 to 20 cars a day. So sometimes us five can't handle it. So I'll reach out to people, you know, and, you just tell me what you need and we'll help out each other. You know what I mean? And we all make money. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's big with the detailers. Like they, they think the ego part, like you said, is like they rather just keep it all to themselves or like, Oh no, I can do it. I can do it. But if it's going to make your life easier, less stressful, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and that's right in line with the title of this podcast. Teamwork makes the dream work. Right. Yeah. I originally put it together, I was thinking about you two as a couple, right? How are you guys working together and moving and the kind of the dynamics? But really what you brought out is that there are so many creative ways that you can work with other mobile detailers in your market to really expand both your brands. Yeah, definitely. In your pocket, which is always a good thing. Yeah, 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 definitely. Exactly. Well, so what do you, do you guys have any plans for any big changes or stuff coming up in the near future? Or is it just, I think just cause we slowed down a little bit. I think everybody did though the last month or two. So I think we just want to get back on our steady pace. So if we get back on our steady pace and we keep chucking to our goal to get a shop again, we'll be all right. So that would probably be our next goal or our next big thing. That's awesome. That is awesome. And I, I just, just a big, just a, a kind of a, a shout out here to Joel LaPalm and IGL that are on there. Um, oh, yeah. you know, people are always uh, expanding their businesses into different areas. And, and I, and I kind of commend IGL on that because they're going more into industrial stuff and that, that just allows detailers to go into another aspect of it. If something slows down in this season, you can go into that season. So I love seeing that because it allows people to go into different areas, which is a big question. People I'm, I'm on social media looking at detailing forums all the time. And that's a big area where people are asking for, you know, how can I do this when it slows down over here? What do I need to do over here? And people have switched their entire business to take on opposite, um, things, whether it's pressure washing in homes or in, you know, whatever you need to do. And I think that that is, um, that's a wise expansion as opposed to, you know, Rod does detailing and now I'm going to take on, you know, refinishing pools or something that's totally off base. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And that's an easy add on too. that. Like, um, I do it all the time. I, I don't know if any other mobile detailers do it, but, um, like, the garages um once i pull the cars out and we wash them if i see the garage dirty i'll ask the client hey you want you want me to just clean the garage floors for you now that we're here you know quick add-on 200 bucks yeah 
and then they they tell you, hey, can you do it at least every yeah. other month or then something? They just start like, like okay. every every other every okay. other box. They're like, go ahead and hit the hit the garage again, and they got a big old full car garage. So I'm like, yeah, cool. Right. I'll take care of it. Yeah, and that is a, that is a beautiful that's awesome extension of your business that turns yeah. into a maintenance thing. And I think people are mm-hmm. overlooking the maintenance factor. If you're contacting those customers and you're continuing to do those things in business, it's always easier to get business from a current customer than a new one. Yes. Yes. Maintenance thing. I've seen, we've watched people that have literally hired somebody just to do maintenance where they're like, look, I got so many maintenance clients. You guys take care of the maintenance stuff. This is how we do it. This is, this is the standard, right? When you're doing Rod's garage, you have to make sure you get up here and there's that edge, do all that. And that is the best way to do that. Um, to, again, there's good comment from Joel. If you don't ask for the work, you're not going to get it. So exactly. yeah. talk to people about maintenance programs. Hey, your car looks great. We just ceramic coated it. Let's set it up for every six months to do a recurring maintenance on it. And it'll keep that warranty or that, that coating going good. So yeah. ask for stuff. People have to be willing to do that. I think a lot of times people, um, it's not educate a, your client. It's that ego again. They get, it ego. Gets in the they way get uncomfortable. Stuff, hey, is it okay if we do this thing? So yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. What is a good rule of thumb? You already have the no in your pocket, so might as well ask. Just yeah. ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the worst going to say? Yeah. Exactly. So, kind of in wrap up, you know, is there one or two things that you would recommend for other business owners similar to your size to do or implement in their business to help them achieve that success that they're going after? I would say communication. Communication with your clients, especially educate them too, because a lot of them don't understand it and they don't know it. But like your vehicle is usually your second biggest purchase you'll make besides your house. And now the people are like they're spending money on cars, like everybody's getting Escalades and Range Rovers, and you know they they they're proud of their car. And then if you tell them, hey, you really realistically, you're in your car more than you're in your house maybe or 50 percent of the time you're in your car and in your house you know you want to keep it clean so just educate them educate them oh yeah phoenix traffic baby yeah it's That's, bad it's getting it's getting bad yeah especially with all the expansions too it's like looking like la now yeah um but yeah communication just stay what is it um optimistic just stay stay focused consistent um consistency um, I know, I know I always say it, social media, um, any, anything else, uh, something to fall back. I know, especially like on rainy days for us, we have no work, have something to fall on. Like we, like he said, we offer rim packages. We offer tin. We don't do it ourselves, but we outsource it. So that's still extra income for us. Mm-hmm. Just try to figure out what else you can, you can offer to this client and not just for the money part, but. You, you want to have your client to be comfortable with you too. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of everything. Like if you can, if you like, you're already detailing the car. So if you notice like the windshield, I'm doing the, the truck I'm doing right now, the ceramic coating, um, I think we're going to replace the windshield because yeah. I noticed there's a big old crack, you know, it's already here. Why not offer it? If they don't want it, that's okay too. But like, just try to offer everything to your client. Yeah. And whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. you don't offer or you don't do, reach out. We yeah. partner with, with, uh, windshield replacement companies, yes. a tent company. So just reach out and they'll be more than happy to work with you. Send them referrals. They'll start sending you clients too. communication. A lot of my clients have body work now because I got with a good body shop, my friend Julio from Triple J Customs. And um, they get little fender benders now and they call me. They don't even call 
like a collision center or anything like that. They'd be like, hey, can you just take care of it? Insurance and everything. So yeah, it's it. Yeah. The other the other thing I remind remind people to do is that's really smart is go out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, no, and definitely. I'm <laughs> on the thing of the collision is uh, um, people, and I know you guys do, but people that have a system like Road FS. If you have that system and your clients have a record of a ceramic coating, they can turn that into their insurance company if they get in an accident. And a lot of times the insurance company will cover a recoating once the car has been repaired. Yeah. Make sure you let the clients know that because then they call you when they get in an accident like you were talking about and they'll get that coating reapplied because it is such a big expense. They can do that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's, That's cool. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to visit with us. We love your energy. We love the relationship that we see and feel in you guys. I mean, it's it's really awesome. So, yeah, it, it's fun to watch. And uh, we want to give a shout out to um, – oh, hold on. I want to read this. Stay relevant with the community. Go introduce yourself to your businesses and your yep. community also. I love that. Me too. And door knocking if politicians can do it. <laughs> I, that, I did that when I started. Yeah, my first year I did that. Like yeah. I used to go and put uh, cards too, like at the malls. Like it hurt sometimes when they just get it and throw it, you know. But hey, man. Yeah, you gotta do what you got to do. Yeah, you got to find it at different places. A lot of times, what if you go to a um, a real estate office because they have so many clients, and you offer them a service, you know, you do mm -hmm. something for one of those realtors at that real estate office, they'll put your cards out there, and they meet people all the time. Just go to your community and find out how you can do those kind of things because you never know what you're gonna get uh, out of that. I mean, you know, we've gotten a referral. I think it was from a dentist office because our name was in a it was in a little magazine that was sitting there in the dentist office, and somebody's like hey i was in the dentist and i saw your thing and i was like we, we don't wow. advertise the dentist. <laughs> Should. Maybe, you know, yeah. in your community be part of that community and help out and and move on from there so thank you guys so much thank you, oh, thank you guys yeah so how do people connect with you i mean those that are watching in arizona yeah um all social media is cairo uh, mobile details c-a-y-r-o and our phone number is 480-781-8360 that's awesome. Well, thank you guys so much thank for taking the time. It's been a great conversation. And yep. uh, we're, we're, Rod and I are going to be on the road a lot in the next oh three gosh. months. I mean, I'm going to be in Seattle at that Electrify thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to yeah. fly in. We have a Budco for the IDA. Um, it's a Budco one-day event. One-day event it's on an the open 23rd, garage, And then we're okay. going to in the, the leather, leather repair, repair summit, summit in florida oh that's cool yes. that's something i've been wanting to um, get into is the leather repair i tell you man if mm. you want leather repair richard hutchins is the dude right you oh, need definitely. That. That. he is definitely the dude and uh, we're looking yeah. forward he's having his first ever leather repair summit the week of september 24th through october 1st 
Rod and I are going to be there. And then we will be, I will be in Indiana for the detailers, the round tables, the inaugural training. And I invite both of you to come to conduct the AG training for free. Oh, oh, oh yes. There you go. We're going to go to yeah. Joel Mom's training. Yes. <laughs> gladly do Absolutely, that. Absolutely, Joel. And then we are also going to be at SEMA in about 100 different booths. Um, and so look and for And I will us be out. in Puerto Rico with Rigo Santana. Nice. You're going there? Yep, I decided awesome. I'm going to go. So I told him yesterday that that I'd let him and and um, Brian Clark, Kyle, Kyle like, Clark, so Kyle. Uh -huh. be there with UM distributors. So it's going to be fun. So we're we're going to nice. be all over, and, and and that's a big thing for us is the trainings and stuff. So um, Indy's going to be great. And thank you, Joel. We will we will take you up on yes, that because be I I absolutely would love look at some of the industrial trainings and, and and that is that is such a big thing for people to just coat other kinds of vehicles and we so. have a really cool you don't know this but um in fact i i have a picture of it i'm going to send it to marcus and i'm gonna send it to joel palm my friend reed young you know reed junk his dad was one of the original concrete uh guys in idaho and he has an old like 1940s concrete mixer that is all rusted. It's got his Reed Young that on the side. So it'd be a pretty cool project. Yeah, I, for I, us. That, that sounds cool. Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. so anyway, right, guys, thank you guys so much. Thank for you. Thank you guys. If there's anything we can do for you, you know, we're here and we will check you guys. Same time, same bad channel just next week. Likewise. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Hey, you even got it right. <laughs> <laughs>